another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host, Garrett Morlang. I am your co-host, JJ Purdom. And uh, yeah, we are here for another week. Week 30, this is episode 39. Can you believe that? We've been stuck in this room for 39 weeks. Yeah, it's basically a survivor. Yeah, and it's Except weird. I think it's like 30-something days for them. We've been, we're going for the long haul. And it's weird because it smells really bad in this room, and Garrett has been eating some weird stuff, man. Yeah, I had some tuna noodle pasta tonight, so that's going to smell Who a little good. Who eats anything with breath. carbs? Ugh. I'm all about them carbs. Bring it on. Uh, yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been a week, that's for sure. How was, uh, how was your weekend? Oh, my gosh. My weekend was incredible. I was able to play some crazy binging on video games. I got a full hour in on Uncharted 4. Dang. Dusting off that old classic. Oh, you have no idea. It was very nice. My wife was out of the house for a little while. (laughs) So I took full advantage of one hour of playing. And then the rest of the weekend was spent as a family playing the Wii together, the Nintendo Wii, not the Wii U because that. That system sucks. But no, we were playing the Nintendo Wii, and we were playing uh, Super Paper Mario and uh, also Dr. Mario. And despite what was written online, I uh, I pretty much destroyed everyone in Dr. Mario. And that's the way I will tell the story from here on out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what I heard from your wife. No, she was totally a liar. Uh, <laughs> dude, she, she's so good. She beats me so badly in that game. Uh, It was really cool, though. It was probably the first time in a very long time that the whole family, including my older daughter, like all kind of hung out. We all played video games and we all watched dad cry as he got beat over and over and over again on Dr. Mario. Nice. Well, now that you've spoiled uh, what you're playing for later. uh, Oh, crap. No, no, no. (laughs) Edit that out. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. My weekend was so busy. Saturday, we had a big... uh, community event uh we helped run uh uh put on this event for oakdale which is a town near us um yeah our church uh, did a big event where like hey come out have some free lunch and games for the kids and stuff so we just hung out basically i i was a photographer so i was going around taking pictures and videos and stuff pretty sweet but man we got home and just exhausted been up <laughs> so early in the morning going and setting up that and having that event all day but uh yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. A lot of people showed up. It's pretty cool. Was that the day you said that you were like videotaping everything and taking pictures and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was walking around with a camera and yeah, videoing stuff, taking pictures and getting hopefully put to put together a video or something with all that. Oh, hopefully I got some halfway decent footage. We'll see. When you're doing video of people, other people, especially their children, do you like make up commentary while you're there? I mean, are you are you like as somebody's going to cut the cake or something, you're like, and right now the knife coming down, ooh, slices in to that beautiful red velvet cake. Look at the size of that cake. That cake is incredible. The icing is just all over the... You don't do no, that? No, not so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that either. Yeah, definitely didn't do that. Yeah, that'd be weird. <laughs> um, no, it was really tricky, though, because I wasn't allowed to get any of the kids' faces in the shots, and because that's a whole touchy thing, too, like getting, unless you get out everyone, like, signed permission, like, hey, can I video and take pictures of your kids? <laughs> so you're just filming so their like... butts and stuff? Yeah, that's even weirder. <laughs> no. That's going to do, you're going to go to jail. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> no, no, but it's just like, oh, they're playing these games. Like, okay, I got to stand behind them. I can't, like, 
film them from the side or the front or if I do a side it has to be like you know just the right angle so the sun's behind and then you just see a silhouette and you don't see their face and yeah you're all yelling at of... little Jimmy just your backside turn around I can only film your backside Jimmy <laughs> it was uh quite the precarious minefield I was uh <laughs> traversing better um, you than me Garrett better yeah. you than me but I think I got some good stuff we'll see um yeah uh well if you guys haven't already oh they have because it has picked up. Did you know that more and more people every single day have been clicking on that link, have been sharing us on Patreon, and they're posting us on Instapot, and they have linked us on the on the face space. I, I, I haven't even said what I'm talking about yet, so you're just, oh, yeah, you're, you're no. just rambling right now. No, I, just, just, I, yeah. you go, go ahead. Can I, can I finish? Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, thanks. If you guys haven't already... Please go check us out at Patreon at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. That's um, what I was going to say, Gary. That's, I was yeah, going to say that. I, I knew you were going to get there, but it was just going to take a really long time, and we don't have that much time. <laughs> that, that's that's the thing. That's we make really up the, the time. We don't we don't have a set time. We're all <laughs> um, over the place, Gary. These Garrett. people who listen to our podcast have, have only so much time, and we don't want to waste all of it, only some of it. Okay. <laughs> Um, if you haven't already, though, please, please, please go check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Over there, you can uh, support us monthly. Um, yeah, financially. That's what I mean by that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, you can support us for just a couple bucks a month, or we have tiers all up to like 10 or 15 bucks a month. Um, and what that does, it helps us keep the microphones on, the lights on, uh, helps uh, keep our bellies full. That's not true. It doesn't do that. But um, Trust me, I got I got in trouble. I had to put some money back in the coffers after I went through Jack in the Box recently. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but no, it, everything goes back into the podcast. Everything goes into bringing more and more, um, more yeah, more content and better content to the podcast. Uh, we have different tiers, like I said, all the way from just like one or two bucks if you want to give up to um, our Patreon producer tier, which Matt Lou supports us at. Uh, and, uh, he gets to help pitch, uh, different, um, segments for the show. Uh, we haven't heard from him in a while. I don't know uh, what's happening, but, uh, hopefully we'll hear from him, you know, eventually once maybe he, I heard he's in witness protection ever since oh. that's what I heard ever okay. since he got out. Cause he was serving that little, you know, sentence on some trumped up charges. But yeah, I heard that he's currently having to change his name legally to M dog. Um, I'm hoping that well, he now since you ca- spoiled that you said it on on the oh, air. I wasn't supposed to do that, was I? Nah, that kind of defeats the purpose of what. Edit that part out. Okay, you're really quick and good with that edit button, except for when it counts. <laughs> no, especially when it counts. I'm real good when it counts. Trust me. Um, but yeah, thank you so much to our Patreon producer Matt Liu. We couldn't do it without you. And uh, also our other tier, the Patreon sponsor tier, you can support us at that level, uh, such as Bill Bird. Yep, Bill's the man. Bill helped me out uh, doing a job not that long ago. We okay, okay, standing let, 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 a... let's stop for a second here. Let's think real quick, just for a second. Is this yeah. something that Bill would actually want to hear you say on the on, on the podcast? Yes. Because we've gotten some feedback that he doesn't like. He doesn't like all the little tirades and crazy rabbit trails the tirades, and stuff, yeah, he does. And stuff yeah, you yeah. go on. So. No, no, no. He's, he's going to love it. So he went and helped me on a job not that long ago. And there was a dude who said, hey, what's that up there? And I, I'm like, I don't, I can't see that up there. And so the guy said, well, let me grab a ladder. 
and he jumped and put a ladder up, and this dude is crazy. And Bill and I held the ladder while this man scurried up to the top of the ladder, <laughs> stood on top of the ladder, and was staring at this thing, and he goes, hold the ladder, guys. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's going to fall and break his neck, or even worse, <laughs> fall and break my neck. Because if he falls and hurts me, like I don't want to get hurt, you know what I mean? Is that selfish? Well, no. he had like really bellowy shorts. So the oh, worst no. part was, was. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I, I just. Number one, of <laughs> holding the ladder for someone. Don't look up. That, that apparently <laughs> needs to be in writing. Needs to be <laughs> in writing. should be on the sticker on the ladder. It says, warning, don't step on top wrong and don't look up when holding ladder. <laughs> well, then, then like I told him, I said, you know, you're not supposed to stand on that. They actually stamped that onto the ladder. Yeah. And he's like. And why do they put a step on top? And I'm like, I, I got nothing. I got nothing. You do whatever you want, sir. So we just we just let him go up there. Jeez. Thanks, Bill. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, yeah, also, uh, if you have already gone and checked us out at Patreon and you're still wondering, oh, where else can I see these cool boys that I listen to on the, on, the, on this podcast. <laughs> that sounds so bad when you say, we're going to see these cool boys. <laughs> uh, you go over to supergamerboys.com slash discord. Uh, we're uh, actually, it's a lot more, it's pretty active in there. It's pretty cool to see uh, some of our community chat chatting back and forth. We're able to chime in and share stuff that's going on in our week. So discord is basically a chat server, both uh, text chat and voice chat. Um, whether you want to use it just for hanging out, we have different channels for just discussing fun, random stuff. Uh, there's voice channels if you want to jump in and play a game with either us or one of our buddies, you know, or one of the people in our community who listen to the podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, so go check out Discord if you just want to have a cool little chat room where you can talk with just uh, our Super Gamer Boys community. Um, and like I mentioned last week, we also have the new links for Twitch and YouTube where you can just go to supergameboys.com slash, and then if you want Twitch, type in Twitch. If you want YouTube, type in YouTube. Makes it way easier to find our stuff. And YouTube is about to start picking up. That's the whole thing. The people, Garrett, the people have spoken, man. They have spoken. Yeah. And when I say people, I mean my, my mom and dad, and of course your Grammy, have all said that we can't wait to see some original content out of you guys. Via the YouTube. Well, they will not have to wait much longer because right before we recorded this podcast, we actually did a quick little uh, just playthrough of a extremely hard Super Mario Maker level. Um, yeah, it's known all over YouTube as the impossible level. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone beat it. No. Um, I mean, obviously people have beat it because it says so. Like it tells you how yeah. many people have beat it. But yeah, obviously not. we... Did not beat it. <laughs> I mean, but that was because we didn't I want mean, to make everybody to, look to, bad. You'll have to wait and see. Yeah, you have maybe, to check it out. Maybe I beat it. Maybe I don't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I I plan on uh, cutting that up and putting it up on YouTube, hopefully the end, toward before the end of this week. So can that make, way you guys can all see how badly we play video games. Can, can you make me look thinner in that thing? Can I'll we try. green screen it up, make me look like a heck of buffed? Okay. Yeah, I'll see what I can I do. That'd be pretty. Is that? I mean, is that a possibility? Can we like? Uh, I mean, we'll see. We'll see okay. what happens. Let's work some magic. We'll Make me happens. look like Swatchenegger. You know? Yeah. 
<laughs> you want to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Well, like a Mastrian, you know? Like, maybe we could just make my neck and head look huge. Maybe there's just like a video filter. I can just overlay it and just make us both, like, I just click the Arnold Schwarzenegger button. <laughs> make we us look, look like all ripped. We look super ripped and huge. Mario looks super ripped and right? huge. You don't really have to do that much because I already am, you know, I mean, I'm... I, it's I more, know. With you, it's more just like definition. Like if we, right. I just like take a little pencil and draw some lines on your arms and stuff. Oh, yeah. It'd look like sort of. Because right now they're smoother than baby's butts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you say we get into the nerdy nudes? It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Alrighty. We have uh, three items um, on the docket today. Um, plus one. There was some breaking news right before the recording. What, Garrett? I hate it when you like throw that out at me and I, you don't allow me an opportunity to prepare. I'm just kidding. I love it when you throw me stuff I'm not prepared for because then I just give you stuff back yeah. and then you have to edit it out almost immediately. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, first news story comes from IGN. Matt Kim over at IGN. Splinter Cell might come back in an unexpected way. So this is a... Um, I don't know. It's a pretty was a pretty huge IP for Ubisoft. Um, they made Splinter Cell games for a long time. You know, PS2, PS3, um, Xbox, Xbox 360 era, um, and then they kind of dropped off the face of the earth. There hasn't been one Splinter Cell game for the new generation for Xbox One or PS4. So it's been what is that like nine years or so, or however old the PS4 is? I so- guess been a while when you say that they're coming back in a new way or a different way are they are they coming out on like the nintendo wii u or something are they going backwards <laughs> i hope not uh splinter cell is my dad's favorite video i was series. just gonna say i could smell bill morlang and all if over came that back on the wii u he'd probably kick a window out and jump out of it <laughs> um but so here here's here's just a quick little uh couple uh, words that Matt Kim had to say from the article here. Uh, despite not having a mainline game in some time, Ubisoft hasn't forgotten about Splinter Cell. Even Ubisoft CEO Yves Guillemot still talks about a possible oh. return for Sam Fisher. <laughs> Do you like that? I like that a lot. I'm highly impressed. Yves Guillemot. Yeah, you put like a little French accent on Just wait until yeah. I get to the quote. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll have you read it. Maybe you have a better oh, French. I love we'll, we'll both try yeah, it. We'll yeah. both try it. Okay. Um, but it might, might not be a traditional video game platform. Speaking with Chinese video game publication GamerSky, Guillemot spoke briefly about a possible new Splinter Cell game. However, he stressed that any new Splinter Cell title from Ubisoft would be in the form of an experiment on different devices. Um, and then here's the quote. Don't, okay. I, I just got really nervous all of Wait, a sudden. If it's, I was it, practicing earlier and it sounded pretty good. But that now sounded really, really great right now, but I'm really worried. You said something about Chinese. Please do not do a Chinese impression. No, no, no. Those just, never go across well. He's talking with a Chinese video game publication. Yves, uh, Yves Gilmont is very much French. Okay. <laughs> he has a very high-pitched voice. <laughs> oh, so he sounds like a French just, like Kermit so, the Frog. So, 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 so in your head, you can kind of put a voice together because I want us both to try this. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for I'm this? liking this. Yeah, let's go for it. On Splinter Cell, there will be some new types of experiences. But <laughs> I can't do it. You're looking at me funny. <laughs> you're, you're looking at me. I'm you're, sorry. You're kind of... I just was looking at you funny because I'm like, well, you're doing it. You're doing it. Uh, but more on different devices, Gilmore said in a video interview. So we are working on 
the brand new. We are working a lot on the brand today to come back at one point. <laughs> this, like is, that? this is good. It was, was sounded a lot better in the car. I'm not going to tell you. I'm nervous out of my mind because you're looking at me the way <laughs> you, you are. You practice this on the. I week? tell you what, I, Woo! dude, I'm loving it. But I honestly like that. I what I just did was garbage. It sounded really good earlier. I, but that, no, that sounded great. Are you ready to do your take now? So here's uh let me let me read a little bit more and then I'll let you uh, okay. speak here. So Gilmont did not announce a new Splinter Cell game in the interview. Instead, he said that Ubisoft has the to find the right experience to come back big. Um, I'm now realizing there's no more quotes from Gilmont. The article I was reading was different. There's a different one. So how about you just read that same one that I read? Read it in French. On Splinter Cell, there will be some new He has a higher pitch voice. Of, I can't do that. Not that. Okay, not maybe this. Uh, That's too high. On Splinter Cell, that would be some type of new voice. Uh, you know, something like he's yeah, German. sounding more like German. Like he's German, yeah. <laughs> maybe make him a little Nazi, you know? Like, maybe like that. On Splinter Cell, there'd be some new type of experiences. <laughs> more on different devices. You know. Ah, edit that out. <laughs> No, that's staying in, sucker. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, there's our East Gilmont impressions. Um, <laughs> mine was uh, bad French, and JJ's was just German. So German for some reason. I don't know why. So Gilmont uh, mentioning different. Uh, so I took French in high school. I should be able to speak in a French oui. accent a lot better. We. Oui. But to be honest, I don't remember one bit of what I learned. <laughs> Spanish and French. I took like three years of Spanish and a year or two of French, and I can't remember one lick of it. Oh, man. Um, Guillemot mentioning different devices seems to indicate that whatever Splinter Cell project Ubisoft is currently working on, it's not meant for traditional video game consoles. Instead, Guillemot's statement could be related to a report from earlier this year that said Facebook Oculus signed a deal with Ubisoft to spring Splinter Cell and Assassin's Creed to Oculus VR. Um, that would fit with Guillemot's statement, blah, 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 blah. Um, basically, the gist of this is, hey, Splinter Cell is coming back, but... And then in, you know, parentheses, unfortunately, because um, that's definitely the what he's saying here for you hardcore gamers uh, or at least f- hardcore fans of the franchise. It is not coming back to, say, PS4, Xbox One or even next gen consoles. It sounds like it's just going to be either a VR title or maybe a mobile title. Like he d- all he says, is that it's going to be a different uh a different experience, different I, device. I picture right now at this moment, I right now as he's listening to it, I picture Bill Moreland with his head in your mom's lap and like just laying there just inconsolable, just sobbing, <laughs> weeping openly while your mom like tries to soothe him with that sweet melodic voice, you know, saying stuff like, stop it, it's okay, stop crying, Bill. For crying out loud, it's just a stinking video game. <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what's happening. She's so lovely, your mother. <laughs> uh, she's just so so loving, so caring. <laughs> uh, there's nothing, nothing, nothing quite like her soothing voice. You know, I, I don't know what it is, like two packs a day or whatever. <laughs> Listening to her voice is like smoking two packs a day. It's fantastic. So, it, it really is fantastic. Really, hi, hi, Mrs. Morley. It really calms the nerves. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I'm super bummed about this cause I love Splinter Cell as well. It's not my favorite game series as you all know. I just think it's funny that your mom's three years younger than me and I still have to call her Mrs. Morlang out of, cause I have that whole respect thing yeah. that I grew up with. 
Yeah, it's it's a little strange, but I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I am bummed because I guess I was hoping like, oh, you know what? We have one more year left in this in this generation. Maybe they'll sneak in a Splinter Cell or. Because uh, remember, we did a news article a couple months ago where they said that they were going to have four releases by March of next year. One of them was Ghost Recon, and I forget what the other one, like, I think they've only announced one or two. So there, I think there's still one more unannounced as far as I know. I guess I haven't done my research since that article came out. Um, but anyways, I really had hoped for something. Or or for them to even announce, like, hey, it's going to be a launch title, PS5, Xbox, Scarlet, whatever that's going to be called. Um so to hear this is, I don't know, huge bummer because this is such a good game series and to hear like, oh, it might be, it's coming to something else. And obviously that means, yeah, VR or mobile, which yeah, I sucks. Feel, I feel like I come from an area where I have a hard time commenting on it because I never, I never played any Splinter Cell games. And I know you said before that your dad loved You have games. a 360. You could play them. Okay, so they are on 360. So yes. it was a previous generation console. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, it was. Okay. It, they started on PS2 and Xbox, and then they had. I mean, they have. I don't even know how many. Games. They have a lot of games for like. Uh, let me actually. I can price here right here. Uh, oh no, that's just Rainbow Six. Why is there Rainbow Six reviews for? I'll have to look into that. The <laughs> only the, the only problem page. is is that my yeah, son punks me out while he plays Fortnite, and lately, my younger daughter, she's four. She's kind of been punking me out when I try to get in on the uh, Xbox action. You know, like she's kind of, they're all edging me out, man. Like, you know, I, I never get a chance to play. There are seven games. So it's all the way from 2002 until Splinter Cell uh, Blacklist um, came out in 2013. What's the definitive uh, game for you of that series? I mean, they're all incredible. They all, they all build on each other, like the story. Like, you don't have to play them all in order, but they do kind of, there's little bits here and that kind of build on it a little bit. Um, I think my favorite, actually, would probably be... Okay, it had to be one of the two newer ones, Conviction or Blacklist. Conviction was cool because he gets... Um, basically, his the organization he was part of with the U.S. government gets shut down, and then he becomes like a fugitive of the state, basically. And so, hence the name Conviction. And he goes totally, like, undercover. Like, so you're a lot of the game you're wearing just normal street clothes and trying to blend in and doing these missions. And you don't have, you know, the help of this government agent, agency anymore. And um, it's pretty cool. You're basically running around doing missions that way, trying to figure out, like, okay, how, how do you get out of this now? Um, actually, Double Agent, the one before that, that was on 360 and PS3 as well. That one is super good because you had the balance doing missions for um, your government agency, but then you also had the balance doing missions for this terrorist cell. So, like, you were doing these good missions, these bad missions, and you could actually kind of change the outcome of the game, whether, like, how many bad missions you did or, like, places you bombed or whatever or, like, how many good missions you did and or you can, you know, keep it neutral. It's kind of a cool, especially back in, on Xbox 360, it was such a novel idea, like, oh, there's, like, different outcomes to this and... Um, different ways I can go about this and dialogue choices or whatever. Like I, it had been a while since I played this. I'm trying to remember everything about it, but it was a really cool kind of game where it's like, okay, I could be a good guy or bad bad guy here. Like you're playing for both sides. Yeah, it actually sounds like a lot yeah. of fun. You should get that. It's on 360. Yeah, that's the great part about having that 360 is that the games are really inexpensive. When you yeah, go like the GameStop or where you borrow them from Garrett. I'm I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't have 360 games. 
I mean, I did. You're going to have then, to get some so I can then borrow. That's kind of how that works. Me, me, the, the one with no Xbox 360, you want me to, okay, I get it, I get it. Yeah. You're um, rich. You got, you got well, what we call Grammy money. That's like. That's not, I don't, I don't have that. You. <laughs> that's, that's what you a, told me. You said it's have. in the bag. I, the old lady's going to keep filtering up my way is one of the things you said. You're so bad. You said, what? I, I have not said these things. Garrett. You can't say stuff like that. She listened to the <laughs> show. I'm just, <laughs> I have a problem with honesty, Garrett. I just, <laughs> yeah, I say you're not, that, you're not able to ever be honest. You have a, <laughs> eh, some would say, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go on to this next news story. How about that? <laughs> okay. Uh, this comes from Business Insiders by Ben Gilbert. There's only one new Xbox coming in 2020. We are not working on a streaming-only console, says Xbox Chief. Um, so this comes from, like I said, Business Insider. Uh, they interviewed, talked with Phil Spencer, uh, Xbox uh, um, head honcho over there. The reason this was kind of worthwhile putting on here, I thought, is because there was been articles over the last few months you know obviously originally it was like oh two consoles are coming out next year it's going to be the xbox scarlet it's going to be a streaming only box and then at e3 suddenly they stopped talking about consoles plural and their excuse at that point was oh that's only because we were considering the discless xbox one as one of those consoles you know and everyone's like yeah right okay um no one believed that for a second yeah, so what do, you, what do you think? Because there's a couple of different frames of thought on this. Is it a situation where they had every intention of coming out with a streaming console and they just didn't have the, the strength behind the console to support it? Or is it a matter of they were going to do it and they just kind of abandoned it? Uh, well, so here's the deal. Here's, here's now the new article. So um, they interviewed uh, Phil Spencer here. And he went on and said the same thing. Technically, that was that is plural. You know, we are using the plural because the disc was like Xbox version. And Spencer said with a laugh after I pushed him on the technicality he invoked. And then he says, right now, he said, we're focused on Project Scarlet and what we put on stage. So my thought is they had started something, like a streaming-only box, and then realized... Uh, I think it could have been one of two things. Either they realized, um, like the, the either the smart thing here, which is like, uh, maybe we should just focus on one thing at a time and make sure like the Xbox Scarlet is really freaking good, and just like and not like muddy the waters, you know? Because obviously, the more consoles they have on the market, it's going to confuse people. Mm-hmm. Like when around Christmas time, when you're like, "Hey, Grammy, I want an Xbox Scarlet. I want I want the new Xbox," and then. Uh, not my Grammy, but if another Grammy went out. <laughs> I noticed how you went right there to Grammy and her money. Look at Garrett. You are such a horrible human being. Um, Grammy deserves love, not for her money. If, an, if another grandparent went out. Another Grammy. Look at where your <laughs> mind is. Not my grandparents. This is your grandparent now. My grandparents are dead, Garrett. You're heartless. <laughs> they all died already. Gosh, Garrett. Okay. If I um, only had a Grammy that could... What? <laughs> Let's let me finish. Oh, okay, go ahead. Um, obviously, people are going to go out. Parents, grandparents, whoever may be the person in your life that buys you game consoles. Garrett's grandma. <laughs> yeah. um, 
it, it's going to be easy to get confused when there's like two or three boxes on the shelf. It's like, okay, which one am I getting? Unless they ask the person. And, I just gave him all three of yeah. them. Garrett's such a good boy. <laughs> just, what? You're the worst. Um, and anyways, yeah, so people are going to show up. And even if they ask the GameStop employees, they show up and they're like, hey, like, which one should I buy? They're going to be like, well, what kind of gaming does your, does your kid do? And the parent's going to be like, I don't know, like they like Fortnite. <laughs> right. And they're like, oh, well, this one's cheaper and blah, 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 or, or get this really expensive one. And I don't know, I can just see where it's going to be really confusing and really hard to like differentiate. So either th- I think that's going to be like, I think either that's the reason they did it or, or, or Xbox just realized, oh, shoot, we have a year before that new Xbox comes out. Maybe we need to like stop diverting our attention and just focus on the one so we're not like having to d- delay the release date. Like, so it could be either of those two. Either they were like being smart and they're like, let's not muddy the waters, or they realized like, oh shoot, this is just distracting us and now we're behind on developing the Xbox Scarlet. Yeah, I actually think <laughs> that's a really interesting way to look at it because when you're focusing all of your energy in one direction, it's, it's a lot easier to steer, uh, to steer that ship. So yeah. when you when they were trying to do too many things, it would have been really confusing for any, not just for your grandmother, you know, for instance, but like for anybody who'd go and, and buy a console, why not just put all of your eggs into one basket and hope the heck that nobody crushes the basket? Right. Um, yeah, so that's kind of both, um, I guess it's, it's a pretty definitive answer because even after what he said at E3, where people were like, wait, why did you say just one? Like you were talking about like, and he kind of, he said the same thing. He's like, oh, we weren't talking about a, a streaming box. We were talking about the discless Xbox one and that already came out. Everyone's like, yeah, I don't know about that. At least you know now, what? at least now he's kind of admitting like, okay, sure. like, well, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't outright say, yeah, yeah, we had something, but he does say at this point we're focused just on. So right. which kind of and makes you think, oh, obviously they're focusing on something else. Now they're just focusing on and this. And there there could very well be, I, I, I honestly believe that there's, there's a place for a digital future and we are getting closer and closer to that. I mean, look at like Google Stadia. We're getting towards that. I don't think we're all the way there yet. So, but it'll come. It'll just come in its own time. Yeah. No, I, uh, does this make what me want to like run out and go get a Scarlet? Nah, not so much. Not until they have like exclusive games. I just scrolled down on the Business Insider article and there's like all that like ads at the bottom and one of them is a picture of a dog pooping. <laughs> I don't know why it's there. It got That's really, actually, really distracting. I accidentally sent that to you. That's actually for my personal collection. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Cool. Um, yeah, so only one Xbox coming next year. So save up your pennies and get that and get that big dog, I guess. Um, the big dog taking a crap. Is that what you're... No, that's not Wait. what I was, but thanks for bringing that back. Oh, you bet. Yeah. Okay. The next news story here, uh, I'm excited for. JJ is probably not excited, but that's only because he hasn't seen the rest of the, He's only watched like the worst Star Wars movie. <laughs> he watched episode <laughs> one and then he kind of stopped. Yeah. Um, so he needs to watch more. To really appreciate this, but from Deadline, this is by Dino Ray Ramos and Jeff Boucher. Um, Look at you with more than French. You're doing pretty good, kid. The, you really did take French in high school. The huh? only way, reason I knew how to pronounce Boucher is because the car dealership I worked at in Wisconsin when I lived there for like five years, uh, it was Boucher car dealership. Yeah, it's actually pronounced Boucher. 
that's no, no, I know. (laughs) No. Um, so yeah, otherwise I would have been like Boucher, like what? Uh, anyways, a headline here, Ewan McGregor may return as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Disney plus series. Uh, Ewan McGregor may be picking up his lightsaber again. This 48-year-old Scottish act- actor is in talks about reprising his role as a heartfelt but headstrong Jedi Master known as Obi-Wan Kenobi in the yet-to-be-titled Disney Plus series. Dis- uh, Deadline has confirmed. Um, details about the series following the Jedi Master are being kept under wraps. McGregor played the younger version of the wise but irascible... Irascible? Is that a word? I've never heard that word before. Star Wars icon in... The three prequel films, The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. McGregor also revisited the role to make a voice-only cameo in the Star Wars The Fork Fork Awakens. Now that is a movie I'd want to go see. (laughs) Oh, no. Some sort of weird, like, food Star Wars. Yeah, dude. Why did I get so excited right now? (laughs) Uh, Plans to produce a- The Fork Awakens. The Fork Awakens. Plans to produce a standalone Kenobi feature film morphed into the current plan for a big-budget series for Disney+, Plus, just as a discussion of a Boba Fett film gave way to the similarly spirited The Mandalorian series. So, yeah, um, I'm super stoked about this. I think uh, Ewan McGregor was incredible as Obi-Wan. Um, I mean, obviously, Alec Guinness is, like, legendary as Obi-Wan in his older years. But, I don't know, like... Ewan McGregor, even with all like the crappy like lines they gave him, like as an actor, like he killed it. Like I feel like he even like yeah, they wrote terrible lines, but he still was able to deliver them with such like conviction and like his acting was great. And I just feel like he was dealt every bad card in the deck and he still like did such a good job in those first three movies. Well, I love Ewan McGregor. He's a phenomenal actor. Um I've never seen any of the Star Wars movies, and I think that we've missed the boat. Here's the deal, Disney. Forget this stuff. Nobody wants to see Star Wars movies. Here's what I think you guys should go ahead and do. Why don't you make a a TV series on this uh, Disney Plus streaming service based on Moulin Rouge? That's another Ewan McGregor uh, show that was phenomenal with Nicole Kidman. You know the one where it was all musicals and stuff like that? No. Are you serious? You never saw Moulin Rouge? Look, it's another French word. I don't. It's a musical. Your gift is my song, and this one's for you. Careful, and don't you sing too much. We don't have the money to pay for the rights for these. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, come on, do seriously? I have no idea what you're talking about. I've heard the name of that, whatever you just said, Moulin Rouge. Moulin but... Rouge. See, see, you said it beautifully. It was very French when you said it. See, now you're doing a French accent. Why couldn't you do that? Because the earlier easy? it sounded so much better doing the German for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> that to me, you know, you might not laugh, but I laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm I'm super stoked for this. I love more Star Wars. Uh, I mean, I'm excited for the final Star Wars movies coming out this December. Um, but I'm even more stoked for Disney Plus. There's going to be yeah that uh, the Boba Fett TV show. There's going to be now possibly a Obi Wan TV show. Yeah, I I you know can never get enough Star Wars in my life. I love it. I'm a Star Wars boy. I thought you were a super gamer boy. Before I was a super gamer boy, though, I was a Star, Wars, Star Wars boy. Wars boy. Yeah. Okay. Deep down inside. And my- Way deep. Gooey, gooey core. I bet it kind of is gooey. Like caramely, 
Wait. Not chocolatey. <laughs> Why is there chocolate in there? Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm hungry just, now. I don't know. <laughs> Me too. Uh, maybe that's why I said that. Um. Yeah, that is that. And now for breaking news. Breaking news. Welcome to the Super Gamer Boys newsroom, uh, WCNSGB. Um, we are bringing you the hot, hot scoops coming from Gamescom this week it's in Germany. It's stinking and steaming right now. Gamescom so coming hot. in hot from uh, from Germany, uh, JJ's favorite country. My favorite. We have this headline from IGN. Death Stranding. New gameplay shown off includes urination mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So um, Hideo Kojima got on stage with his best buddy, Jeff Keighley. Uh, also, you may know him from, as a host of the Video Game Awards that happen every year. They got on stage and released, it was about five or six minutes of actual gameplay footage, um, which we finished watching that. And we're like, well, we're more confused now than we were before. Um, and then there is a about a five or six minute trailer for um, one of the characters called Dead Man, uh, played by Guillermo del Toro. And then there was another five or six minute long trailer. I don't even think it's that long. It's maybe like two minutes at tops. Uh, a new character trailer for one of the character named Mama, which is uh, I forget the actor who's playing Mama. Um, Bill Hader. Nope, definitely not. No, I'm pretty sure it was Bill Hader. Uh, no, definitely Kirsten not. Dunst. No, okay. <laughs> uh, just give me one second. Okay. Meg Ryan. Ma- Margaret Qualley. No, I don't think it is. Yep, I because I just looked it up. Um, oh, she was in the movie uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that new Tarantino movie that just came out. Anyways, yeah. So that's they they released three new videos, five minutes of gameplay, five minute Dead Man trailer. About three minute long, two minute long uh, mama trailer. And yeah, after every video, we're like, what? Like, what is happening? That was the exact like, reaction. What is going on? <laughs> like, we look at each other and it's like, like JJ was like drooling on one corner of his mouth and like my eye was twitching. I'm like, what yeah. did we just watch? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I have a problem am I, with am I high right now. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, just a quick rundown as a. Uh, you know, because we just read that headline that says includes urination mechanic. That is literally the first thing you see in the gameplay footage. It starts off with him. He's sleeping, sitting on the ground in the middle of this field, uh, backpack strapped to his back, baby on his front. And it says press circle to wake up. You press a circle. He stands up. You see the the person, whoever's playing the game, goes into this in-game menu. You see a heads-up display pop up. And then at the very top, similar like a, like a weapons wheel of what you'd see in like, I don't know, any other shooter game like Borderlands or... I don't know why I said Borderlands, because I don't think Borderlands has a weapon wheel. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Red Dead, yeah, that's more like it. Um, and anyways, the, instead of a weapon being at the top, it said urinate. <laughs> <laughs> and it had a number next to it that said how many milliliters of urine were in your bladder. And basically... It's the most unusual gameplay aspect I've yeah. ever seen. So he selects it, and then Norman Reedus... Uh, 
proceeds to urinate. Um, they never show his his private parts. They even yes. they even show that in the game. Like I don't know if you showed he, in the video. That he moves, they, they started they started see. they yeah. started moving the uh, the camera angle like to to try to see the, his front. But the and, camera and moves. All, with, he moves as, with the as, camera. Yeah, as the camera moved, all of a sudden he would move with the camera, like so you could never see his right. his little uh, little buddy down there. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we've sunk the new lows. <laughs> I was so at that moment we were both like, okay, okay, cool, cool. Well, um, then once he finishes urinating, a mushroom popped out of the ground. I don't know what that's about. They didn't really address it in the video. All of a sudden, a mushroom pops up. He makes a comment to himself like, "Oh, uh, empty the uh, tank's all empty" or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool, Norman, <laughs> you're killing it. Um, and then he walks off. And then the rest of the gameplay trailer kind of is showing maybe what looks like the very tail end of a mission, one of the missions that you had the you had to complete, like one of the packages you had to deliver. So he actually goes up to this base, um, like you see this little platform up on the side of this mountain. So he like he pulls out the ladder that you saw in an earlier trailer, climb up this this mountain, gets to the top, puts a package into a little chute, goes down. There's like a hologram dude, which. After he put, inputs the package, we realize uh, like it comes in a little clear, so it's not like really distorted and fuzzy. It clears up, and you realize, oh, it's Jeff Keighley. Like they put Jeff Keighley in the game, which is the guy interviewing Kojima. So that's kind of cool. Um, uh, but anyways, he proceeds. He takes off his necklace as well because the this hologram is saying like, oh, we want to join you the the network now. We want to become part of the United Cities of America. So that is the new kind of. I don't know, country that's being put in place now instead of United States, now United Cities. That's uh, about the only you know, major story thing I picked up from <laughs> from these trailers. Um, and so he puts his necklace that has all like the math uh, equations and science and like all these things for like forces of nature and different things like that, like laws of physics and stuff. He throws it on this little scanner and then it's like link complete, blah, 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 whatever. I don't know. It was so confusing. It's something that I, I recommend everyone go watch, obviously, if you're into Death Stranding, but it was a little strange. It's extremely interesting. One one aspect that was in the footage that we saw that was kind of crazy for me was when he goes to leave the little base. Remember, he had climbed up the ladder. Well, this time around, Kojima used the character to fall off of the cliff. Oh, yeah. So after he finished that mission. Right. Yeah. And when he did so... Uh, the baby that he's carrying around started crying like crazy. And then one of the aspects of gameplay was to try to calm the yeah, baby. to soothe the baby, yeah. To get it to stop crying. That was the most bizarre thing. Yeah, all of a sudden he starts walking. And the reason he falls off the cliff is like the way they show it is like he's he's like turning and waving but still walking forward. And then all of a sudden, because he's waving this hologram, which is a little weird, um, yeah, he falls down this cliff and like it's super hurt. And then the baby starts like, wah, wah, your baby impression is better than your French, dude. Like that's pretty good. Maybe I'll stick with baby. You're good at whining. Um, thanks. Uh, yeah, and then so yeah, that's what it says. It's like press circle to soothe baby or whatever, and you like hit the button. You pulls the baby off the little t- all the tubes, disconnects, and he's holding it in front of him so he can see his face. And I think it showed the controls. You actually like shake the controller to like soothe the baby and stuff. So there's gonna be motion controls in the game. It's what it's made it seem like, anyways. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was such a strange thing. I'm like, oh, cool. So it's just like a babysitter simulator. Yeah, it looks <laughs> basically, so unique. Basically, this game is going to be uh, you, <laughs> like a UPS, like FedEx, uh, and 
babysitter simulator. That's yeah. what you're, you're delivering packages and taking care of this baby, apparently. It, it honestly makes no sense whatsoever. It, everything is so disjointed, but of course we're only being given little pieces. Yeah, given- He's already so strange anyway with with how he thinks and how unique and different he makes his games. Yeah, um, and then we're just getting these random bits and pieces. Yeah. yeah. It's be. it's extremely confusing, but it does make you want to play it. It really does. Cause it's like, oh, I got to oh, figure yeah. this out. Only just to try to figure it out for myself because I'm like, there has to be some rhyme or reason here. Like, it can't actually be this discombobulated, can it? it <laughs> it's Kojima. It might. <laughs> it very well might. Yeah. Well, we will see. Um, I just, yeah, I think my favorite game mechanic is definitely the urinating. So I'm just going to pee all over the United States. How about that? United Cities. I'd say, sorry. Um, but yeah, and then obviously there's a mama trailer, which basically showed her um, there's a ghost baby, which generally are bad and kill people. Uh, but in this trailer, it's good, and it, it's her baby, apparently. They don't really describe it much. It's like, hey, uh, like he starts freaking out, like he's going to like run away, and she's like, no, oh, it's okay. And then the baby kind of like floats down. You can't really see it. It's like invisible, but you can sort of see like the little blur. Floats down into her arm. She holds it, soothes it, kind of like is like holding it really close to her chest. And she's like, oh, all full. And then like lets go of the baby and the baby floats away and it's stopped crying and it's happy now. Um, and then she goes on to explain basically like how, yeah, yeah, I just fed my baby. Like I still produce milk even though like I don't have an actual baby. Like I don't know, the body still keeps doing what's doing. And I'm like, okay, this is a strange conversation to have. <laughs> like, so we just watched her feed her baby like Obviously, she was fully clothed and holding an invisible baby, but it's like, what is happening? What kind of weird supernatural, like, that's what I'm really curious about. It's like, obviously, this game is going super heavy on, like, some sort of supernatural, because there's, like, all these invisible ghost things everywhere. Yeah, like, I, I'm, I, That's what I want to figure out, is what is the supernatural aspect that Kojima's throwing in there? I rewound it twice, and I never saw Nipple. So I'm just saying, like, I mean, well, because I wanted to know if it was accurate to real life. That's... Right, right, right. I did that. Okay. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, and then the other trailer was about Dead Man. Uh, kind of, Dead Man goes on to explain kind of how the BBs work, which is what they call the babies. They're called bridge babies, BBs. Um, and that made even less sense. Like he's like, oh, bridge babies are actually, you know, their their actual mothers are in comas back in the capital. But they're basically brain dead, but they're still alive, and we but we have to keep them alive because the babies are still attached to them, and sometimes the babies get agitated, so we have to hook them up to this computer, uh, so we can update their firmware. And what what that means is like, oh, when we say updating the firmware, really they're reconnecting with their mother's womb, which is still intact back in the capital, like the mother's still pregnant back in the capital, in a coma. And the baby, but the baby's been ripped out, and they're using them as like and the as longest, little like as little metal detectors for those ghost things. The it's like, longest the that the babies have ever lasted outside of the womb like that has been was one a, year. One year, and then they yeah. usually die. Yeah, it's like what the heck? Like, yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's still honest to god. It like makes we no sound sense like yeah, whatsoever. we sound like madmen here. Yeah, but this I, is I'm like sure. this is all video you could go watch on YouTube right yeah. now in a game you can play coming. What is it? This November? <laughs> oh, it's November. Uh, man, I yeah, I am very curious. Uh, November eighth, twenty nineteen, PlayStation Four. Go check it out because. Uh, it's going to be a doozy. That is for sure. 
Um, so that was our breaking news. Thanks for tuning in to WCNSGB. I forgot what letters I said for our news station. It but. doesn't matter. <laughs> you Nobody knows. Well, you could have made anything up right now. Okay. Um, He's going to compose a beautiful theme next time for that. Yeah, I'm going to edit that in. Yeah. <laughs> you make it sound all like, like it was. Just like I did for our last uh, breaking news thing. Remember I added a little like radio beeps? Do you remember that? Oh, yes. I do remember that. Maybe I'll throw that in this one too. I know I know. you always throw in beeps when, when you curse and you say bad words. Well, that's different. I, yeah. I love how last week. You were like, dude, you like beat me out and I didn't even say a bad word. I'm like, no, you did. <laughs> I was like, he's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, dude, like I listened to the that recording like several times, several times yeah. to make sure because it could have gone either way. I'm like, no, you definitely said. Well, I was doing a Scottish accent and in that accent, sometimes you need to just drop one. You know, yeah. I just dropped it and then yeah, you, like, the you the caught it and you just said, whoa. Yeah. I said, I, I didn't say the full. And you said, oh, no, you did. <laughs> Okay, apparently um, I did. Yeah. Well, guys, sorry to disappoint, but we have no new releases. I mean, there's, there was new releases this week, but none that are worth mentioning. Like, there's Xbox them. One. No, not even no, that. No, no. I, I was looking through. I'm like, I've never, like, they're all they're all like smaller indie games or like random DLC for games I've never heard of or never played. So I was just like, and, and that, cause that's kind of the whole point of new releases. So it's just going to be stuff like, like that we, we are excited for, we are interested mm-hmm. in, and- there was nothing. There's, I think there's only like three things on the list. None of it was anything that I had any care for. What's up, guys? Uh, this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Podcoin. Do you like to listen to Super Gamer Boys? Well, the Podcoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every other podcast out there. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the PodCoin app on your iPhone or Android device. It's free. It's super easy to use. And you can use the PodCoin app to earn uh, PodCoin to claim gift cards or donate to charity. It's amazing how it works, and it turns your podcast listening into charity. Or if you just want to get some Amazon or Starbucks gift cards, uh, it's pretty great. I use it uh, every day now, um, listening to all of my favorite podcasts, uh, even my own. Uh, to rack up those uh, pod coins, I'm getting pretty close to getting my own rewards now. Um, I love it, and uh, it's super easy to use. You can get it from the App Store or the Android Store today. Seriously, just go get the PodCoin app, and if you use our invite code, GAMERBOYS, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use my code. That's 300 PodCoin just for signing up if you use our code, GAMERBOYS. That's G-A-M-E-R-B-O-Y-S. Go give the PodCoin up a try. And remember, it's a podcast player that pays. So let's get into what you're playing. What you been playing, JJ? I talked about oh, it earlier wait. today. I kind of spoiled it like really hard. Uh, well, I busted out because uh, my buddy Brent, he came in and said, what are we playing? And I said, well, let's put on Uncharted 4 because I love that. And it's so, it's so fun and interesting. And it's, whenever somebody doesn't have a whole lot of video game knowledge, it's, it's one of those cool games that it showcases how good the graphics are 
and some of the gameplay, the jumping and the running and the hanging off of stuff. It's just so much fun and it's like the perfect game to show somebody who doesn't have a whole lot of video game experience. Yeah. To show them what it what it's capable of and how fun it can be. And it's got just a great a great story for the characters and stuff like that. So we were playing that, played that for like an hour and then also busted out just a, a huge amount of Super Paper Mario. I didn't really play Super Paper Mario as okay. much as I I watched my family all playing it and kind of hung out together as a family while they were playing, you know, running around and, and doing it. And, and have you ever played Paper Mario? I played on the GameCube. It was Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, but I never played the one on Wii. Um, I'm looking it up. At, what's it called? It's called Super Paper Mario. Super Paper Mario. Okay, because on, yeah, on GameCube it's just called Paper Mario. The thousand year door or whatever. So yeah, that's interesting. And we use Super Paper Mario. Yeah, it's so much Never fun. Play that. And then and then uh, the challenge was thrown down. The gauntlet was laid as Janet thoroughly trounced me on Doctor Mario. She beat me so bad that I had a hard time sitting down from her spanking that she gave me. <laughs> Jeez. No, I'm serious. She beat me so bad I had to contemplate. I'm covering up the eyeshadow uh, over my eyes to cover the bruises and stuff. I'm just getting beat up by her so bad. It's <laughs> so horrible. Oh, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible how bad she beat me. Oh, man. She beat me like Ike did Tina Turner, buddy. Okay. <laughs> is that too, was that too far? Was that going over the line? Um, no. That's crazy. I You'd think by now you'd be good at Dr. Mario. Oh, like you've played enough and gotten, <laughs> you've gotten beat enough. You think you'd learn like how to play? No, I'm pretty good. I'm I'm fairly I'm fairly good at Doctor Mario. Here's the thing, I'm better at the trash talking. Oh, yeah. The trash talking is epic. The trash talking doesn't win you games. It does not. No, yeah. I learned that the hard way. Um, <laughs> I learned that the hard hard way. No, the thing is, is that she just plays on a whole different level. She really, truly does. I'm saying something positive about my wife right now and about her superior Dr. Mario skills because I'm hoping that somebody's going to listen to this podcast and say, oh, man, he was just saying so many positive things about you. God, he loves you so much. And he admitted in public that you whipped him thoroughly on one video game that's like super old that nobody ever plays. Yeah, yeah. well, I we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I don't know if there's much uh, on the Venn diagram of, you know, people listening to the podcast to <clears throat> people who are going to call your wife yeah. up and say that, but we'll see. You never know. You never know. Yeah. If you guys could reach out to her, uh, she is at, no, I, definitely no, doesn't I have a Twitter. Have I Twitter. mean, you, no. you barely have a Twitter. I really barely do have a Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I did not play any games this last week. What? I'm a terrible video game podcast host <laughs> well that's not true you did play a little bit because we played the nintendo switch okay right before we played that impossible level yeah. which i don't want to talk about too much though because i'm well, gonna ruin it YouTube, yeah, but, you watch it on youtube um other than that 10 minutes that we spent playing uh i played zero video games this past week like not even like for like a minute nothing i didn't even i didn't turn on my playstation or switch once this last week lean forward here let me touch your are you okay uh you kind of you feel a little <laughs> bit warm it's I mean, you, it's the beans. Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> that accounts for some of the smell in here. Okay, all right. Yeah, I didn't really want to say something. But, <laughs> yeah. I actually thought it was me. 
Well, that's like, why they, I didn't want to say anything because I figured you're you pretty just... cool. I was like, did I do that? <laughs> okay, all right. Um, no, I did not. I don't. It was just a busy week. Like Monday recorded, Tuesday I edited. Uh, well, not the podcast. I edited a video for work. Wednesday. I forget like every night there was either like we were just exhausted so we went to bed early or just like vegged out and watch a tv show we've been watching this show we watch it for a while now but I've just never talked about it there's a show on Hulu it's hilarious like it's it's really stupid but it's <laughs> hilarious called life in pieces I never heard of it okay it is, I don't know what channel it was. It was originally on CBS, apparently. It says here, according to Wikipedia. Thank you, Wikipedia. Called Life in Pieces. Um, actually, had pretty good ratings. I'm kind of surprised. 7.9 out of 10, 95% liked it. Um, yeah, it is accomplished actors Diane Wiest and James Brolin. Stars heads of a large happy family in which each member is approaching different milestones. Their eldest daughter, Heather, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's a super dysfunctional, crazy family that are just, and every episode is like kind of split up into four vignettes. Um, so it's like one episode is really like four mini episodes of like different things going on in different people's lives. Like the first little vignette might be on the youngest son and his wife and their little like one year old daughter. And then the next episode is about. Uh, the parents and the next one's about you know whatever it goes through the entire family that way and it is a so hilarious interactions it has a oh what's his name it's a tom hanks no that's not the name i wanted to say um <laughs> it, no it, it's tom tom hanks son is in it as uh colin hanks he plays the son greg and he's he's hilarious in it. Have you? I don't know if I'm Colin. No, I've never. I don't know if yeah, it's Tom Hanks' son, Colin Hanks. He hasn't really. Let's see. He was in King Kong. Uh, oh, I know I'm who Colin Hanks. Oh, is. you know I've, who he I've is. I've seen okay. him in a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah, but he's like hilarious in this show. So definitely check that out if you're looking for just like a stupid show because it's it's a type of show where you can just watch one episode. They're like it's like twenty minutes or something. Um, so that's like each vignette's only like five minutes long, uh, and. You can stop whenever you want. You don't have to worry about like, oh, am I missing something? It's just like fun little like stupid like peaks in these people's lives. And it's hilarious. And you said it's fun Hulu. life in pieces. Yeah, life in pieces. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Um, And then the other thing I've been doing since I haven't been uh, playing the video games, I was like, you know what? I don't feel like looking at a screen this weekend. I feel like sitting down. Breaking out my old Warhammer minis and uh, <laughs> painting some little miniatures. <laughs> so that's what I did. I uh, want to do something relaxing without uh, looking at a screen. I know that my good friend Isaac, who listens to this show, is right now chuckling to himself. You and your little minis. Why? Know, why, why do you think that? I know for just a fact. because you met Isaac for the first time today. And we became best best Doesn't friends. Doesn't mean that you know Isaac. No, no, I know him. I wouldn't say I know him biblically, 
but I know him. Like we became very good. He's my BFF. Yeah. Speaking of, you guys are a couple of jerks. <laughs> I got that text from Isaac until he fell for it. Then later he called me like, "Oh yeah, I was totally screwing with you." I'm like, you guys suck so bad. <laughs> yeah. Earlier today, I I met one of our one of our awesome listeners to the podcast who happens to be a friend of Garrett's. I did a, a service at a business where Isaac came up and he's like, "Are you JJ?" And I've never seen a kid smile so much. And I was like, okay, either I owe him money and he's going to beat me up right now for this money because he's a tall guy, you know, like deceptively tall. Uh, or or I'm going to have to pretend to, you know, to be somebody that I'm not, which that's perfectly fine and normal by my standards. I almost thought about just the thing. No, I'm not. I'm William, William, I'm the best guy. So he immediately just started talking with me. We just had a great time. He's an awesome dude. Thank you so much. Uh, he gave me a LaCroix out of the fridge, and it was more than room temperature cold. Very nice. And, uh, yeah, I said, hey, can you do me a favor? I have something that Garrett completely hates. Anytime I do one of his services, Garrett hates it when I go above and beyond and put in a little bit extra work, put in a little extra effort. Garrett absolutely despises it like the plague. If I do so, like I've had Garrett. Because then I go back to do the service and they expect that every time. I'm like, if you want that every time, you're going to pay for it. Like, I'm not going to do that every time. I don't have time. Time is money. What about the customers when you show up and they're like, you're not JJ. Well, do yeah. you do impressions? <laughs> that happens a lot too, where they're just like, wait, you're not JJ. Like we were expecting to have JJ. I'm like, oh, sorry. Sucks to suck. You know? Are you, are you funny? <laughs> yeah. They always ask that. Are you funny? Do you do impressions? I'm like, nope. I just kill bugs. Okay. <laughs> so let me do my thing and go home, please. Um, but no, it drives me nuts. So yeah, you had Isaac text me. Uh, let me read the text right here. Uh, uh, he says, so I just met JJ. He cleaned every ounce of our shop. My boss actually tipped him. He's a national treasure. Dude, <laughs> I should have been tipped off when he said that you're a national treasure. Like, obviously, that's going a little, that was a little over the top. I might there. have put those words into his mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, I, that actually was all Isaac. That was all okay. Isaac. Very and, proud. and I said, Yeah, he called me and asked me what we were supposed to do over there. And when I told him, he was like, Oh, well, hey, you have your work cut out for you next time. LOL. See, he makes my life so hard. The um, best part of all is that we do do that with each other. You and I will call each other and say, Hey, uh, what's up with this service? Hey, yeah. like, what are we supposed to do? Because you don't want to do too much. You're like, hey, what is, what is expected? I don't want to, like, do the neighbor's house and the neighbor on the other side's house because I don't know where to stop. How long How long do you normally take? Because if I spend 20 extra minutes at this place, they're going to be like, hey, the other guy's here for, like, five minutes and he's gone. You know, so we want to try to be consistent. So that's why, that's why I said, oh, Isaac, please. Isaac. And he, dude, he was like, this is what I live for. <laughs> Isaac, you're the man. Isaac, I thought we were friends. No, he's my friend. I thought I trusted you. It's my BFF. I trust you, Isaac. Uh, well, anyways, I, uh, I painted my little Warhammer guys and. <laughs> you guys got to see this. It's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I actually posted the photos on the Discord. So if you go to supergameroys.com slash Discord, you can see pictures of it. I, I like that it's such fine little detail. Like in all honesty, 
I was commenting on it earlier. I knew I was going to tease you and give you a hard time about it. But you have a really steady hand, man. There are some fine points in this figurine that you've painted that I look like a two-year-old trying to like stay in the lines coloring. <laughs> I would have never been able to do that. So what my you, hat's off you, to you. What do you mean? My Shep stays in the line. His line's just fine when he draws. But he's smarter than me. He's only like 20 months old. But he's smarter than yeah, me. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but I, I just had a blast because it was like, like I said, it, it had been such a long week and I, I had already not played any games all week. I'm like, I don't feel like pulling out my Switch and sitting in front of a screen like shutting down or I don't feel like sitting in front of the TV and playing PlayStation. Like, I don't know. First like, world problems, Garrett. It was just like, such a strange problems. thing. Like I don't have that often, but it just hit me where I'm like, I don't want to stare at a, this, you know, the blue light. It <laughs> it kills you. Um, so I'm like, I'm going to do something that's more, you know, just analog, less digital, more just relaxing, really. Um, as relaxing as video games are, it's, you know, stressful on the body staring at that screen. So I'm like, I'm just going to sit under a nice, like, warm lamp and uh, do my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, it took me eight hours to do this one guy, though. <laughs> so, <laughs> nah, but... Granted, uh, I was, I think I told you earlier, um, a lot of that was spent like getting it back in the groove. It's been like nine or 10 years since I've painted Warhammer miniatures. Um, I used to do it a ton back in the day when I was like in high school. And then, uh, my, uh, through some unfortunate events, I lost all of my Warhammer figurines. I had about, <laughs> a bully beat him up and threw them all away and yeah. then took his lunch money. No, it was actually, a, we were moving out here to California, uh, 2015. And I, we did not have room in the car because we didn't bring a U-Haul trailer when we moved out here. You we mean just Trudy said, turned right around and said, you ain't taking that crap. Everything. <laughs> Leave it here in the on, box. We only brought everything that fit in our Subaru. We had a Subaru out back. So anything that fit in the back, that's what we brought to California because we didn't have money to buy, <laughs> rent a U-Haul or whatever. Was it conveniently where she made you leave all of your stuff? Uh... Well, so he's nodding thing. his head yes right now. <laughs> I wish there was footage of this. He's he, you literally nodded your head yes. Uh, <laughs> so that's here's here's the catch though. I wasn't I didn't leave it in Wisconsin. What happened is I had a friend who also lived in Wisconsin, but he had family in New York near where I was from in New York. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna leave this box of about four or five hundred dollars of Warhammer stuff with you. The next time you go see your family in New York, leave it with them. My brother, he lives in New York. He'll come pick it up. Then the next time we come to New York to visit, it'll be like a whole chain, like kind of like playing telephone, but with this box of expensive miniatures. Um, hey, how, where are those miniatures at, buddy? So my buddy- Changed took, his name, ran to Mexico. <laughs> he took them home to his house, and then I got a text later saying, yep, I took them to New York and dropped them off at my parents' house. And then my brother- uh, I don't know whose fault it was, whether it was my brother's or the parents' fault, but basically there was never any connection made, and here they sit. They're probably in, like, his parents' basement, like, molding and just going bad. Oh, man. And that was four years ago. Sounds like the Super Gamer Boys need to go on a road trip to New York, and <laughs> New we could York. film the whole adventure. Kicking my friend's parents' door. Dude. Yeah. Well, I can see this being a feature film. Where the super gamer boys go to New York. Yeah. And like we get in the car, the two of us locked in there, nothing but Taco Bell um. and like Nintendo Switch and vape pens and <laughs> what? And Grammy's money because Grammy will help 
fund. Yeah, uh, we need someone to bankroll this thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Granny, yeah. we need help. So yeah, I, I so if anyone lives uh, near Buffalo, New York, and has a uh, <laughs> and and knows uh, a way to get all of my friends' parents. Um, <laughs> you can have, you can have friends, some free. Parents, you got to look them up under. You can have some free, uh, free Warhammer miniatures, I guess. Unless you would be so kind to mail them to me, but it'd probably be pretty expensive. Yeah, I was so bummed. Um, and even to this day, I've tried to get a hold of that friend because we're like still friends on Facebook. I, I don't have his phone number anymore, but I've tried messaging him on Facebook. He's nothing, you. No response. I'm like, cool. Oh yeah, he's wow. starting a new life with those darn <laughs> those figures, man. Um. So yeah, this so this was from a set I started from scratch. I think I talked about it over Christmas time. My brother, yeah, got it for me because he felt so guilty, so bad f- about the whole situation. I'm like it's really not that big of a deal. Like that was like four years ago. Like it's whatever. Like, like I'm I've cool. cried I'm enough tears. I'm yeah. like I'm dried out I, now. I got, Jake. Yeah, yeah, I, I got I, nothing left, Jake. I seriously <laughs> like. Uh, no joke. Um, but I, I mean, it's still like when I got that, it was like, it was such an awesome Christmas gift. Like, even yeah. though I was like, Hey, you didn't really have to, I was like, this is pretty freaking awesome. So now that I'm getting back into painting it and getting back in the swing of like what I was getting at before, it took a while to get back in the groove of painting again. Cause it's like, it's not like riding a bike. You don't just pick it up and go like this took me eight hours to figure out, <laughs> but it was like figuring out, remembering techniques. It was also figuring out like, okay, what color palette do I want? All that stuff. So that's awesome. See, I actually, when you told me that you spent eight hours on it, I was thinking that would be kind of therapeutic, but I would do it all one color and like spray paint it, you know, and I can do like 10 of them. <laughs> that, that was one of the steps involved in this. I had to undercoat it with a black, flat black paint. Oh, so you did? That, that was step, well, step one was putting it together. Step two was undercoating with spray paint. There you go. But then you got to make it look pretty. Eh, you don't really Like, look how, look how, like, badass this Space Marine looks. It looks pretty cool. Like, it this, looks, the cool blue, like, the gold trim around. Like, he looks very, like, he's he's fighting for the Emperor's army. He's got those red glowing night vision. Like, uh, eyes I don't or see red glow. And well, it, you, everything looks blue. And crazy. there's, like, he, you basically <laughs> painted his helmet gold. So that's, that's pretty not, much. not it at all. <laughs> that's what I'm seeing. Need, like, it looks like a Smurf with a gold hat on. He looks like Papa Smurf. That's because you need glasses, though. I might really need to get some like, glasses. Like, honestly, I, like when I ride with you in your van, I'm not going to lie, it's scary. It's, it's a little scary. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? It's a little scary. I ride by feel. You know, I'm just feel <laughs> the road. That's, that's scary. Um, cool. Well, let's uh, get into the question of the show here. So this comes from... Uh, Numero uno uh, listener here, our uh, number one fan, our number one uh, in our hearts, Chloe McConnell. Chloe McConnell is amazing. She walked right past me at the Knob Hill uh, Super uh, Market the other day mm-hmm. and told me that she sent this in. She walked right past me as she was staring blankly ahead, not looking at me. And I, walked, I was like, I think that's Chloe. So then I was like, hey, and I tried to scare her and stuff like that. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, yeah, Chloe is so amazing. And she told me, yeah, I sent a, I sent a question and I just love your guys' show. And JJ, you were so hilarious and good looking and like, really smart and like just the most amazing human being on planet earth. And I was like, thank you, Chloe. You're totally right. I am. And she's like, Garrett's okay too. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Not a lot of people like me, apparently not even my own friends, Isaac. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so the question is actually, you know, I'm only going to read half of this because now I'm realizing it's kind of two questions. 
And since no one else is writing in listener questions, we need to spread this out as much as we possibly can. So here is the question for now. What is the worst game you guys ever played? Oh, okay. There was a documentary. (laughs) There's a documentary about the worst game of all time. A lot of people feel like the worst game of all time was Atari's E.T., I never uh, remember playing it. I know I did when I was a kid. I remember not liking it very much, but I just don't remember much about it. There's not much to it. The game that stands out for me as being the crappiest game I've ever played was a game that I went into really having hope. The Karate Kid on the Nintendo Entertainment System. That game (laughs) sucks so bad. It's ridiculously hard, like crazy hard. There's no reason for it to be that hard. And... The game just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like a did Kojima any, game did, back in the 80s. Did any of those NES games make a lot of sense, though? No, there was a whole like, lot of I feel like a no lot of sense. them, like, yeah, maybe they're kind of fun to screw around in, but none of them really, like, made sense, I feel like. <laughs> no, there was a lot of not making sense, but there was a whole lot of fun, too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paperboy, Super Mario Brothers, Paper you know. Paperboy's not a good game. Not really, no. That's a terrible game. It's a horrible game. Um, but... No, I, I, I actually never played. I think I've seen gameplay footage of ET, like on YouTube or something. I've seen that, and because I've heard it called that, like oh, it's the worst game. But I've never. You were talking about a documentary earlier. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I need to check that out. Like I did not realize it was that big of a deal that it was such a bad game or whatever. The documentary, um, I believe, entails the ET story. Kind but of, it, but it's okay. more about like the end of Atari, like the rise of Atari okay. and like how it fell and at the end and how, you know, the the rumors about there being millions of copies of E.T. that were buried in the desert. But in reality, it was there actually was thousands of E.T. games that were uh, buried in a landfill because there were so many that were left on shelves that weren't able to be sold. That is so crazy. Yeah, and they dug them up. As as part of like the you know thirty five so years later or yeah, whatever it's crazy it was, I think that it was cheaper just to throw them in a landfill than to like keep them like even sell them for a penny. Like they could have just like sold them for a penny, but instead they're just like no, not even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> throw them in a dumpster. <laughs> um, okay, so the worst game I ever played. I have two answers here. I was struggling earlier, and then halfway through the show, I thought of another one. But so the first one I came up with earlier was. PlayStation 1, A Bug's Life. So this was based on the Disney Pixar film of the same name. Which the movie was amazing. The movie was great. Uh, This came out uh, November 18th, 1998. And man, was this game like bad and extremely hard. Like it was... I think I kind of lent lent more to its 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 badness was how hard it was too. Um, it was this. I mean, movie video game tie in movies were never or video. Yeah, video game movie tie in game. I can I not say that movie tie in games. I just my brain just that died works. There. Yeah, I I'm picking up what you're putting down. Oh, I cannot think of the word I'm trying to say. It's a movie tie in. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. Movie tie-in. You I was, said that. I, I was saying video game tie-ins, but it is not right. <laughs> it is really late. My brain just <laughs> broke into like 10 pieces. Uh, yeah, anyways, um, it was a bad game. 
it was very poor level design. Like I remember like I got so stuck at this one point I could not get by it and I would restart the game. Like maybe I missed something earlier. So I'd restart all the way back at the beginning, play all the way through, boom, get stuck at the same point again. Like you gotta be kidding me. Um, it was a bad game. It was such a bad game. Like I just remember beating my head against the wall, how hard it was. Um, and even I, I just happened to scroll down on those Wikipedia page, looking at review scores. <laughs> it got a, uh, um, Nintendo power on the, the, the Nintendo 64 version. Anyways, Nintendo power gave it a 6.2 out of 10. That's not terrible, but, uh, IGN gave it a four out of 10. Um, GameSpot gave it a 2.7 out of 10. Yeah, it was, it was not great. So yeah, I would have to say Bugs Life, PlayStation 1, I hated it. But then my second worst game I've ever played is Bubsy in 3D. So what's funny is this actually came up. This is one of the first things we kind of discussed in our discord with a bunch of our listeners. They came up like, Hey, like, I forget, uh, Hophead Eddie, one of the users in there said something about like, he brought Bubsy up. Um, and Bubsy was such a bad game, but I think the worst of them all was the Bubsy 3D for PlayStation. Uh, came out in 96 and man, it was so bad. Like I just look at some of the, like the graphics here for this game. Like, I don't know if you can, um, like that's it's just like bunch of random like color like there's your character there there's these random little like atom floating things and question like that doesn't make any sense right no it doesn't it looks it looks very similar to like a fox in the vein of like a cubert something i don't know it is it was like again it was one of those things where it was like terrible level design um and just atrocious like level design and everything it was such a bad game like no matter what what uh hophead eddie says on discord he seems to like the bubsy games oh he's liking it oh it, wow. it, it, was, it was hot trash uh this one got um here's some of the reviews for this electronic gaming monthly gave it 3.25 out of 10 GameSpot gave it 5.5 out of 10 like not good um but it, it well, looked like in the photos it looked like it was unfinished yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh, it looks like some sort of like weird like concept art for a game or like the beginning. Like, hey, this is just a little mock up before we add the textures in. <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. Want to hear the strangest thing ever? Uh, PlayStation Extreme, uh, which I believe was a magazine. Well, back in the 90s, probably most of these were just magazines. Um, it got the Gold X Award. They gave it a 93%. <laughs> this says. Bubsy 3D looks to set the new standard in action platform gaming. Oh, wow. So everyone else gave it like a big fat, you know, terrible worst game ever made. And then PlayStation Extreme's like, no way. This is the best game, best platformer ever made. It's like, what the heck? Yeah, because <laughs> Bubsy was sitting there with a cold, hard stack of cash handing it over to That's PlayStation Extreme. I can think of. Take, um, this, take this money and shut up. Run with it. Yeah, so... Those are my the two worst games I've ever played. Well, you make it to where I don't want to play either of those two games. Good. Yeah, don't ever do it. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening this week. It's been a wild ride, I'll tell you that much. Um, if you haven't already, go check us out at Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, remember, you can rate and review us uh, over on iTunes. That's the most preferable place if you can. Pretty pretty, please. 
you can find us throughout the week. Uh, supergamerboys.com, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can find us on Discord. Remember, supergamerboys.com slash Discord, uh, slash YouTube for YouTube, and then slash Twitch for, you know, Twitch. My personal Twitter is at gmoreland. Go give me a follow over there. My Twitter is at JJ Purdom. You could please follow me. Follow him. Build but, it. Uh, uh, there's plenty of stuff to follow. Just don't stand directly behind me. <laughs> Jeez. What? Um, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. Alrighty, guys. Man, we, we covered so much stuff. This was a, a joy. This was a pleasure. This is one heck of a week, Garrett. Yeah. Garrett extorted grandma for money. Wow. He, what? We also just buried Bubsy 3D. What more? What more could we possibly do here on this podcast? We watched Norman read us pee. We did. We did watch him urinate. (laughs) All right. That's all I got. That's all we got. All righty, guys. We will see you. Flippity flop.